we're talking about uh, about stuff, about things. <laughs> Do you know, talking about stuff. Right, there's I, some other stuff I want to talk about. My nan used to say to me, "Oh, you'll be the death of me." Like, yeah, yeah. Like you, like imagine, it's like if you that. said that, and then like you do kill him, and then you died. <laughs> Like they're putting a world of guilt on yeah, you. Yeah, I am. You're listening to Don't Laugh But with Rebecca Elliott and Kirsty Hudson, creating their own unique twatmosphere for your listening pleasure. Did you call both of your grandmothers Nan? Oh, they were both Nan. Well, I didn't know me, me, uh, my dad's mum. So I think that's quite a class divide. We'll talk about class in another. Oh well, they were always Nan. Yeah. Was your grandma? Yeah, <laughs> that is that is. Yeah, grandma and Dillo, which was her name. She was Welsh. Her name was Dillis, oh. and we just called her Dillo. See, my nan was Welsh, but my granddad was called Dennis. Where well, everyone oh. called him Brian, but they were Dillis and Dennis. Oh, I, I love nice. the name Dennis. Everyone called him Brian. Sid could have been a Dennis. Also, love- if you've got the choice between Dennis and Brian, you like you actually like the name Dennis. <laughs> I like it. Nobody likes the name Dennis. I like it. There was. Oh, I am that person. All right. All right. So my nan was Welsh as well, and I had an auntie Hilda, who was Welsh, and okay. she would. She was my great auntie, and she would call uh, my na- my mum's name is Rowena in real life, but everyone called her Bunty growing up. Right. Because my granddaddy sing bye baby Bunting to her apparently, so okay. she was called Bunty, and she. This is go, now like hearing the ramblings <laughs> of an old woman in a, in a people's home. It comes to a point. Yeah. Get not, to a point, love. Get to a point. Not much of one. Don't but... you cocker? Oh. <laughs> so she goes. Yes. She goes. She's out of bed again. She's. Going, I'm going to finish the story. She'd say to her, "Oh, Bunty Bach," <laughs> and I loved that so much. Bunty Bach, and it just means like Bunty Love or Bunty Dear. Uh-huh. And she'd go, Bunty Bach or Kirsty Bach. That's not a bad accent. That's the only Welsh word. I can say, like, I can do the Irish accent if I say the D U P. That's as <laughs> I sit. I can do that. Ian Paisley. <laughs> or I can't, Yorkshire. Yeah. Not a cup of tea. Can't yeah. do that. No, I, that was terrible. So, oh, sorry that to all hurt. The, People of Yorkshire, I can't. Oh, I did have a. I used to. The, the, I'll come back to that. I'll address that because there wasn't. There's something I can say in a very good Yorkshire accent. Nobody wants you to come back to that. <laughs> Nobody's to listening that. to this, thinking. I hope she comes back to that because that Yorkshire accent <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> but there's, there's some. There's a. There's a phrase that I can say. Podcasting gold. That was. <laughs> but the do you pay? It appears me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not doing that right. You sounded like you were from Yorkshire. <laughs> like that. Okay, so here we go again. And uh, this time we are doing... Happiness. Happiness. Are you was... happy today? Yeah, kind of. I mean, then you turned up, so it's... <laughs> Hello. It's going downhill. Uh, we, we should say welcome to... What's, our, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Don't Laugh Part. With, A podcast uh... straight from the Twattersmere. Oh, you got it wrong again. No, I didn't. Yeah, straight from the twatmosphere. Twatmosphere. It should be twatmosphere. <sighs> twatmosphere. Welcome. Hello. There it is. So yes, today we're going to talk about happiness. So are you are you feeling happy? You're quite a happy person, I think. Well, quite I'm annoyingly happy. Yeah, I've always seen myself as that. But yeah, the things that make me happy mm-hmm. are mostly sitting down or being horizontal. Right. Like mm-hmm. because when I'm sitting down, I'm either watching television, mm-hmm. a meeting. Yeah. And when I'm laying down, I'm sleeping. Yeah. You know? And I think about going back to bed from the moment I get out of my bed. 
I love sleep. I love sleep. Like, when did that happen? Like, my kids hate... Even my 14-year-old still, like, push against going to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and going back to the, the death thing, which mm-hmm. obviously we did last week, mm-hmm. um, when I think about, oh, I'm scared of death, but then I think, I love going to sleep. I know. So, like, death is, sleep is a little like a little mini death, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you have a little... Exactly. Like, like uh, there's a comic, Rob Orton, who says, like, having a little sleep is having a little break from yourself. It is. <laughs> it is. so true. It's like... And if I was you, I'd want a lot of breaks from myself. Oh. So I can understand. Well, that. I think, yeah, I I need them. But yeah. I think that I think that when you like, but, but those things, mm-hmm. the the sitting down, the watching Holly and the Silver Fox, oh. the watching Coronation Street, Love the, it. The, that doesn't bring you overall life happiness. It does. No, it, it you, you'd be happy for your life. Let me tell you why. Ha- but come on, your kids on top of that, your job, you're someone who has actively made sure that your job is fulfilling to you absolutely so, but all, and you put a lot of effort into that they do my job and my kids bring me lots of happiness but they also bring me huge amounts of stress too right yeah but we've, you've but, got to have that to get to the happiness that the life with no stress is not happy but watching phil and holly watching Coronation street watching sitting down watching television brings me no stress and going to bed at night nothing is expected of you that is right. what i love like there is no expectation. All of so what if you could get away with it, you would just sit on oh. your ass the entire time. I have said this many times. More, my life goal is to ha- watch more television. I just, it makes me happy, and to have snacks. Actually, I think I've television. wasted time. If I, I mean, I like watching telly. You oh, know, I love watching Game of Thrones. A couple of hours a night, Never seen not it. a problem. Doesn't no, matter. it's much better than Holly and. Oh, you watch Holly and Phil. Yeah. You watch them, though. They're, they're, they're geniuses. Shut up about Holly and Phil. But let me tell you but as well. No, I was saying something. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. No, so I like watching telly. Yes. Now, but if I've spent too long, I have to do something creative every day. Right. Or I feel depressed in the evening. Yeah, and that's why you're more successful than I am. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I think that maybe that's a failing in itself. I'm, I'm not just happy just being. Ah, now yeah. that see now because you was like ah, oh, that's a way that we can slag you off again. <laughs> yeah, um, but she like she um... who 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 she? It's because I got Stop a text. Look, it's because I got text. a text at the same time. Did you get the coconuts in the end? I got the coconuts. Okay, the coconuts fine. are in my kitchen. Okay, I've got the lovely dancing. That so, brings me misery. Oh, not joy. oh, creative every day. Yeah, or oh, human and being. Because that's something that that's a kind of spiritual thing. Like mm-hmm. we're not just human; we are beings. You know. Yeah. Like, and I think that that actually that's what meditation gives you. Like, nothing happens in meditation at all. No. Like you just sit for twenty it really, minutes. It really doesn't. It doesn't. You, nothing you happens. You pay a lot of money for literally nothing. Nothing happens. Hit the nail on the head. Do you no. know what it's like when you when you when you do just practice, chucking money out the windows? You drive along when you do TM twice a day, mm-hmm. twenty minutes a day. It's like a little holiday twice a day. It's like that. A holiday from what though? You're telling me you don't do anything. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's again. It's like <laughs> you go from nothing to a different way of doing nothing. I know, but that isn't that a joy. Like. Well, like literally I could for me my favourite so all my favourite activities are kind of involving my bottom yes yeah. like sitting yeah. all laying on it yes. let's leave let's leave that let's rest that let's part let's part <laughs> that there um no I was going to talk to you about no but but creativity yes I was going to talk about right Aristotle I knew I philosophy degree would come in handy at some point mm-hmm. you're not listening you're looking at your text it's because that brings me a lack of happiness my philosophy the degree. person that you're speaking to yeah. that i'm speaking to you doing a podcast yeah. and still haven't got your full attention you went my philosophy degree yeah 
Yeah, that yeah. I got a first. I knew <laughs> I didn't say that. But no, uh, Aristotle talked. He banged on a lot about happiness. Right. All right. And was he Greek? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Starting out with some knowledge there. <laughs> Uh, so he was a philosopher. Right. Yeah, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so he talked about happiness a lot, as did a lot of philosophers, and what happiness is. And he's talking about well-being. He's talking about that fulfilment of life. Okay. The aim of life is happiness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he said the way we we find happiness is not through, you know, the pleasure, because there were the hedonists who mm-hmm. said it was just through pleasure, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. through, you know, going from one joy little thing mm-hmm. from one Philip and Holly mm-hmm. to, like, mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. line on your ass. Mm-hmm. That it's not that that true happiness for the human being, you have to fulfill the function as a human being. The thing that differentiates us away from like animals is that we have thought and reason and so, and the ability to be good and to do good things and to be virtuous. And so the true happy life is the one that, you're looking at me with such a blank face. The, The true happy life is the one that fulfills that to its best potential. So the one that use, uses reason and rationality to do good, virtuous things. Right. Rather than the quick fix, I, I want that food, I want to watch that TV show. Okay. Yeah. So I the, see the that. broader fulfillment of being a human uh-huh. is, and he kind of left it broadly open as to, to everyone to decide how they best do that. Yeah. But that was an argument. Did he live here that, though? Did he live that? I don't know. That's not the point of philosophy. It's not whether they lived it. It's whether... But yes, I think he did. Oh, because he thought about it. He thought... (laughs) I think about loads of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Oh, there you go. No, but he was making an argument. He was trying to put down a blueprint Mm. to answer the question, you know, how? what is the best life? What's the good life? How Mm. do I live the good life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he had a point. I think... (laughs) I'm not sure I agree with, but he had a point. You know, I think... I thought that was interesting. It's an interesting Come on. Point. It's an interesting... I think, like, I feel the absolute essence for me for happiness, yeah. and I think I want to nail it here. Uh, I, I think, don't think you are, but go on. It's gratitude. Gra- okay. Gratitude. Like when, to whom? To, for whatever the situation is. Gratitude, because gratitude creates acceptance. Okay. Or acceptance can even create gratitude. Yeah. That we talked a little bit about it on the podcast last week about allowing things to be as they are, you know. Yes. And I think I agree. That, that, I think re- resilience is a part of that. Yeah, but I think you can't be happy unless you've learned the tools to kind of to get on with whatever's in yeah. front of you, and to not be like crazy optimistic, but to mm-hmm. have that resilience. And but I think if you can be thankful for whatever the situation is, you will never not be happy. Yeah, although that's difficult to say if like you're a prisoner of war being beaten every day or something. No, but if you could, yeah, it's easy to say. So I'm sitting in a podcast in a middle yeah. class town with with, yeah, with, with me. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think that's but pretty I joyous. Think, but I most think, people dream of that. But I situation. think there is an element of acceptance and gratitude within. Yeah, that. I, I like, do know what you mean. Like I do really think that that I nailed it, didn't I? That's that's yeah, what I did there. Yeah, I do like the more thankful I am for stuff, the more stuff I have to be thankful for. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drops the mic. I mean, yeah. really. That well, was... I wouldn't say it was mic dropping moment. Well, but... I won't drop it because they're quite expensive. Yeah. But you know, that was. I think that. I think there's a lot of truth in that. I think that. Also, I don't think you. One will be happy in life unless if you're always chasing that happiness. If you're always chasing. Yeah. Because you know, we buy stuff and then we want the next thing and mm. then we want the next thing and we move house and then we want a bigger mm. house. We're always kind of chasing that next thing. Mm. You need to find happiness in the pursuit of happiness. It's a good movie that one. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I think that was a good phrase. I forgot it was a movie. It was. 
<laughs> it was a root yeah. fever. Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. Happiness is not the pursuit of happiness. It's finding happiness in the pursuit. That is oh. my drop. Right, phrase of the day. Thank you. I think I'm slightly more nailed with gratitude, right. whatever, you know. Yeah. And because also where your focus goes, your energy flows. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Go and meditate. That was a beautiful um, moment. I mean, it should also be said that in order to, to have any kind of happiness, you need your basic needs met, don't you? I think you, you do. You need a basic amount of money, you, you need shelter, you need food. Oh, yeah, that's that theory thing, isn't it? You know, Is the... there? Is there a theory? Yeah. I don't... It's called I something. mean, I, to be fair, I didn't think I'd just come up with that. <laughs> no, you do. You it's need... my theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your food, your all that kind of basic stuff definitely met. But still, you see, people can be with that. If you look at, like say people in India or somewhere like that, where generally people's well-being is a lot better than us in the West. They feel right. generally around our happiness, but have far less than we do. Yeah, this is, it, it, when we go back to early 20th century, like around the, the, the two world wars, mm-hmm. uh, happy, obviously health and wealth was way down in comparison to now, but happiness levels were way higher than right. they are now. Mm-hmm. So clearly that, that doesn't equate yeah obviously you need family yeah. and relationships that we haven't even mentioned that we've just talked about ourselves as kind of independent <laughs> beings we don't need anyone to yeah. be happy it's just us no but you do you need, you need relationships you need to be able to work that yeah definitely like that my husband is my happy place like yeah. that like i am again i'm sitting down on the couch with him watching telly but that is you know he is he is somewhere where I feel totally safe. And yeah. safety is something. You can't have happiness without safety, That's I don't true. think. I was going to say, we, um, we went out on Friday night and got had a little bit to drink. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit, little bit drunken. Mm-hmm. And I stroked Darren's beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to ask you, is that okay? More than... Yeah. yeah, I think that every woman should do that. So I think it was quite, I think it was quite sensuously done because it's a very long beard. Very I think long. I went down the whole shaft. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so I, was, I felt a bit bad about that, but no. that brought me happiness and guilt at the yeah. same time. I don't think you should often be in this context because that's freaking me out slightly. His um, beard shaft. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so many things. So I thought I'd, I'd ask if is that okay that I got pleasure from that? Yeah, I think he did too. I'm sure he did. He has mentioned it, but I'm right. sure he well, did. Maybe hasn't because he's enjoying the yeah, moment privately. He enjoyed it too much in his head and yeah. gone. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think every man. I mean, I, you know, like I. You think every man wants me to do that? <laughs> All right. Every man wants. But that's about jealousy. Like, doesn't bring you happiness, right? Now, I have never felt. I've never been a jealous person ever in terms of my husband. Yeah, you know, because of course everyone was. To I used. To, I used to be. Did you? Yeah, with my husband, I used to be because we got together quite young, and I, right. don't, I think you, I don't think you've grown out of that jealousy thing. Well, I didn't anyway mm. until I've been married for a couple of years and realised he's really not ever. <laughs> gonna go near anyone else like he's scared of women yeah uh, not scared of women but he's, he's scared of like flirting like he would if someone came on to him uh-huh. he would just run a mile and that's a there's a nice safety in that there is you but see, it, it took me a little while to get over that see i just think like why would down like leave this like is that saying like when you've got a steak at home why would you go out for burgers and uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm that steak yeah, no. I think you're more burgers, but yeah, when you've got burgers at home, why would you get up steak? But like, why, why, like, he's got all this, and that's what he's like. Because I've I've been also watching mm-hmm. uh, Seeking Sister Wives, like, uh, but it's dreadful. I mean, it's not dreadful. I mean, they like they are. What, having, what is it? See, they're Mormons, but not all Mormons. Oh, okay. They're not all Mormons, 
but some of them are, and they have another wife that comes yeah, to live with yeah. them. And I'm like, like my, I mean, not no, he can barely handle me. Do you yes, I mean? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna bring someone else into the equation, and yeah, I, yeah, that just sounds like a nightmare. And yeah. I just think this is the weirdest situation. It is. Where's the happiness there? Yeah, but then, but then, you know, different societies, different people find happiness in different ways. Exactly. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, because thinking about like, uh, like you know. When you, I've never been to India, but I know a lot of people who have, and they sort of talk about there's a real sense of like peace and joy. There's a huge amount of spiritual, of a spirituality in India as mm-hmm. well. And you know, we talk, and also, like, we talk about like things... you say, and also, you haven't made a point, <laughs> <laughs> it just randomly, it's because I said something, I said something, I'm not really sure I have much more information on this in my head. <laughs> so, so you'll just go, and also. Yeah, after that amazing point I haven't just made. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going also. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Don't Laugh But podcast brought to you by Kirsty Hudson and Rebecca Elliott. Two women determined to find the funny in everything, or at least pass the time by taking the piss out of each other. Would you? One of my questions was, would you rather be stuck with... And I was going to say in a lift, but then I thought, no, because then there's questions of survival. Would you rather be stuck... You know, in a house on a holiday with a really insanely happy person mm-hmm. or quite a miserable, cynical person? Probably, it depends how much they wanted to talk to me because although I'm a very happy, gregarious person, yeah, I really have to be alone quite a lot. Like, yeah. Well, I can imagine you want an excuse to shut yourself up. Yeah. yeah like, you need I'm... a break from your own voice. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Like... I can only imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah I, you've got that. But yeah. you know, I think that yeah, I have I have to have silence. Like sometimes Darren and I will be in the house and we won't talk. Yeah, you know, I mean that's more his choice. So uh-huh. I just feel that yeah. So I think as long as that a happy person and they probably would keep chatting. You know, they probably would. Yeah, you know, it's a bit like kids in it constant. Like, just can't constant just shut noise, up for a bit. Like, yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. No one tells you that when you get pregnant. Like you will never not yeah. be not talked at. It'll just be constant noise and picking up stuff oh. for the next 18 years. But I tell you what, like Dolly Parton said once that she wants people to feel better when they've left her, you know, been around her for a few minutes. Okay. And that is... is that something... how you, that's how you feel about yourself? <laughs> that's In a few like... minutes with Kirsty and people are just all set. <laughs> something right? yeah you're like a tonic you're like, oh, yeah. but I've kind of taken that on board in my life I want people to feel better around me than not the, the problem is though that I quite like miserable people and oh. that goes against that it does you must struggle with me yeah well no but I like I like cynical people oh. I like cynical sarcastic uh-huh. kind of miserable you know if I was going to choose like I oh, love you've David really described I yourself. love da- exactly yeah. I love myself yeah. Uh, I love David Mitchell. Yeah. And I love that he, you know, that kind of comic who's just kind of cynical and ranty mm-hmm. and like funny, angry. Mm-hmm. I'd much prefer to spend time with him than like someone like Jason Manford or like a sort of happy comic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I fancy, you know, Professor Snape. Mm, yeah. I think I like that challenge that if you can make that person laugh, uh, if you can get in with them, then that, okay. that really means something. People who laugh too easily, who are too flipping jolly the mm. whole time mm. you don't feel like you're getting much when you make them laugh because you think well you'll laugh you'd laugh at you like laugh at a clown falling yeah. over or something yeah you know I talked about that about like trying to like be make everyone feel good like when they're around you yeah good luck with that that's really hard when you don't like someone 
Like, what you find it hard to want to make them feel yeah, happy? Yeah, like I'm not good with not liking people. Like, no, it's quite obvious when you don't like people. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I, I've only like I've only ever not been like seriously by two people in my life. Really, that's quite that's quite high. I think. I think. <laughs> I think. I think most people can go through life without. What everyone like? Oh, I've been actively disliked by two people, like and like really shown it. Like really, and the first time it happened to me was around seven years ago, and I, I lost a I lost a friendship for it, and they didn't like me, and they let me know. Oh, and I t- tried really That's hard. Horrid. Oh, it was awful. But I tried really hard to get them to like me, like pathetically. Because like, I'm sure there are people who actively dislike me i mean i think you'd agree with that as long as they do it behind my back that's fine i know, you know that whole thing like say it to my face you can say something say it to my face no say it behind my back so well, i, I don't can't hear it. Yeah. hear it yeah and then i'm happy yeah and we can all just crack on yeah with this, this guy charade yeah this, like each oh other. no this guy i much he, prefer that he didn't hide it we he was a friend uh, he was a boyfriend of a friend of mine and we were in the bar and he went round, asked every single person if they wanted to so do you want to do it came to me ignored me oh said to the next person, saying, do you want? yeah that wasn't weird at all like that was like that's so, that's mean. That didn't make me happy. No, that wouldn't make you happy. But I did try. But weirdly, like I wanted him to like me. That's I me. want to be liked, yeah. but not so much that I'm gonna be and pol- that, polite to everyone. No, and that's the thing. Do you <laughs> compromise your own happiness? I want people to like me regardless of how I am, yeah, even if I'm yeah. rude and cynical and ranty. Yeah, they should just like me anyway, yeah. right? And I think that that is that is the healthy response. Do you think? Oh, I think it's absolutely hell response. Take me as I am or don't take me at all, you know? Yeah, That's a I think, I, I, think I would outwardly say that now. But inwardly. But inwardly, please, please like me. Yeah. Please, please like me. Yeah. You know, that's a bit pathetic. Well, I it? think it's a human response. Do you, lo- you don't like miserable, cynical people. But you like having a rant. You see, that's it. So happiness can come from kind yes. of a miserable place. Yeah. I love nothing more than having a good old-fashioned rant about right. something. Or a gossip behind someone's back. Oh, yeah. I do like to slack someone off. I think that's... Yeah, I've noticed that. And I think it's healthy, though. I think it's healthy. It's very, I would, there's only certain people I would do it with. Like, I would never talk about anyone unless I utterly trusted the person I was talking to. Right. Around it. To not 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 judge me for it, but yeah. not to then take that and just have, like, a, a judgment of the other person as well from that. Like, it's yeah. just just taking it. Like, it is and just... And there's, there's a fun slagging off. Mm. Where it's all quite light, mm-hmm. and then there's like really ripping someone apart. I mm-hmm. wouldn't, ne- I would not do that. Mm-hmm. But the fun slagging off, you end up bonding with the person that you're slagging off with. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm. which is a good thing. Absolutely, you do, and I think I'm just I justifying think, it. Well, but I think it's a healthy, and I wouldn't care. I really wouldn't mind if someone slagged me off. Like it really. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it just wouldn't. Like if someone talks about my friends, it makes me kind of interesting. It makes me feel more interesting. Well, it depends what they say. It's what, well. Are you an optimist? Um, yeah, but I'm a worrier at the same time. I'm just a worrier. Like, yeah, I, I am. And that's coming from having me dad day. Like, yeah, about. yeah. And I come from a family of what my granddad would say. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm a bit worried. And he'd say, I said, why are you worried, granddad? He said, well, I've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> Like I've got, I'm a bit worried about because yeah, you know it's a worry when you've got nothing to yeah, worry about. Yeah, and worry is such yeah. a habit, and I have worried my whole life. Right. Um, so yeah, so that 
And so, so, I've so got, you're like the glass is half full, but it's half full of. It, it's half full, but is that all right? That's yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's half full. Everything's good. And actually, when everything is good and going well, I will go. Ooh. You know, yeah, yeah. So I am absolutely. Are you an optimist? Are you? Is that something you? Because I, I realise yeah. you ask me lots of questions, and I generally. Well, don't. you realise that, have you? It just, just, yeah, just, just struck you, has it? Yeah, yeah. Marin. Yeah, go on. Uh, no, yeah. well, I think generally I'm kind of an optimist, but a realist right. at the same time. So right. I'm kind of hopeful because optimism is is sort of being a bit hopeful, mm-hmm. and I'm generally quite hopeful. But again, mm-hmm. since Clemmy died, that's that. It took a knock at yeah. that point. But generally, I'm quite hopeful. Yeah, glass, the glass is half full, but it's a pound shop glass. Full oh, of weak squash. Nice. Do you know what I mean? At best. You won't but go in Poundland, so... You don't, no, I won't go in Poundland. No, because I want to retain my happiness that I've got, you know. <laughs> That's the opposite of happiness, is being in Poundland in that queue. Why? Just with a basket full of crap that has still added up to 15 quid, and you've just got, like, nothing. That, yeah. That's hell. Uh, going back briefly to optimism mm. and it being kind of filled with hope and like hope's a good thing, yeah. but, but blind optimism oh. is stupid. I mean, it crosses, a, it crosses a line to so stupidity. Said, stupid. Stupid. It's stupid. It does cross them. Like, you don't want someone just, like, getting in a car and going, ah, oh, I haven't checked the brakes, they'll be all right. You don't want that kind of, yeah. like, it's all going to be fine. Yeah. Because that that's just stupid. It is. So you want to bring up your kids to, to be kind of hope-filled and optimistic, mm-hmm. but not just like, it's all going to be fine. The world's mm. going to be handed to me on a plate because mm-hmm. it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. So you do, you do, you know. Yeah. like We do mollycoddle our kids mm-hmm. a little bit in society these days and kind of make them feel that they're beautiful, they're great, everything's going to be fantastic. Uh-huh. So you want to Obviously, that's the natural them. thing you want to teach them. Yeah. But then you think, well, you're going to release them, in, them into the wild at some point. Mm-hmm. And they need to have that kind of resilience because the world is rough. And that's something that I am trying to create and muster and manifest within myself is more yeah. of a stoic approach. Yeah. You know, like there's so some big words you just use I know. all in a row. <laughs> that's it. Wow. That's, that's <laughs> done now. Yeah. Let's dumb it down. Yeah. Uh, is that is that because I have an emotional response to everything, and that yeah. doesn't always make me happy. My husband's incredibly logical and incredible illogical, not illogical, logical. Yeah, logical, yeah. And that's rational. why, yeah, rational. And that's why he's, it, it serves us well. Like, I have more of the, like, emotive. I mean, he can be very emotional mm-hmm. with his kids. He's really lovely and loving and stuff. But if I've got, like, if I've got a thing and I will say to him, am I being emotive about this? Yeah. He'll absolutely. Like, he will just go like that. he just and, cut you down. Yeah. And, and it's, I find that really helpful. And, and, because in, in emotional But neither response is the right way. It's it, good to, It's good to be a bit logical and a bit rational, but it's also good to have that emotional response. It is, but it can cause... I mean, too far either way, and you've just got a nutter. Exactly. And that's the difference, is getting that balance. Which is why both you and Darren are nutters. Well, <laughs> but he has more... But, of... but together, you're all right. But exactly. You even like... out into one normal human. But he has... He has more of an emotion, like more of emotion to match his logic, whereas I have very little logic. Right. Like my, that's why I'm trying to create more stoicism. I'm like you know, yeah. like the Stoics, which I'm sure you studied I, I in your philosophy, obviously degree. Um, I didn't. I'm just going to say that every time. They, oh yeah, I'm very knowledgeable. They, about you know, everything. well, they, that's how they respond. It's like the right. It was Roman, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? And yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. You know, to really respond. And Darren Brown. Darren Brown. He, I think he wrote a book on it as yeah. well. But I, I do. I want to go 
because I think I, Brown freaks me out though. He freaks me out as well. He's incredibly good at what he does though. And yeah, but I actually think that? like, what if he is actually <laughs> evil, like a, a, some sort of warlock? Uh huh. And he's pretending because the stuff he does, you think that's not that's not magic. I know that is something else. Like, so it, what if he's actually got evil powers, but he's using it that. to make money? Like, and he, they are called people that do what he does are called mentalists. Mentalists. Yeah, I know, right? Listening to Don't Laugh But, the often inappropriate and frequently ill-informed nonsense of Rebecca Elliott and Kirsty Hudson. Money doesn't buy you happiness, and obviously, uh, no, but it also buys you stuff, and I quite like stuff. I love stuff, but I love getting rid of stuff. Right, exactly. So, in a way, getting stuff is the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) No, in a way, getting stuff is the gift that keeps on giving, because you get the stuff... And you get to get rid of the stuff. I love that. Like, I can't tell you how happy a skit makes me. <laughs> not, I, the, not the crisp. <laughs> they, I yeah. enjoy those, clearly, yeah. as well. But a skit is, like, to me, the essence of happiness. There is nothing more than I love about get, getting stuff out of your house and throwing a skit is so cathartic. True. And I get really excited. They can smell slightly. Yep. I That's have... just because of the stuff you've put in it. So you're saying your stuff smells. No, no, no. If the, the skip, skip of before... your stuff smells, your stuff smells. <laughs> before you put stuff in it, they can have an okay. odour. Okay. An odorous odour. It's a skip. It's a big bin. I know. We'll let it off And smelling. also, it's amazing They how they deliver them on these big chains and they come they do. down and they pick it up and it's all so exciting. Yeah. I have worked out that my skip does, they sort of stuff. There's so much euphemism there. Go on, carry on. <laughs> they sort your smelly skip, yeah. My skip. <laughs> that they sort through that. You like that. filling it. <laughs> it loves being filled. Uh-huh. That, that it's important to fill it on a daily basis. But they, that they also, um, but they sort through that skip. They sort through that stuff. They that, recycle that brings you things. happiness. It brings me joy beyond joy. I love I it. Often, I feel bad when I'm thinking about getting rid, rid of stuff. Like I feel a bit of anxiety about should I get rid of it. But whenever I've got rid of a bag of stuff, I feel nothing but happiness. It's just so an... the, sometimes the journey up to that point. I feel a bit bad. Oh, should I chuck that out? But whenever stuff has gone to a charity shop or to the tip, it feels great. I've got bags of stuff to take to a charity shop that I worry about that they're not going to like it. I do. I, I Because now they make you like write down your name. <gasps> do they? I'm yeah, quite like... a few of them make you write down because they want to get the um, you know the charity thing. What's it called? Tax. Tax. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And they want to get that. But so, But I quite like to just, I'm like, yeah, I want to just drop it off and run. Drop Because I'm run. thinking some of the stuff in that bag oh, is dodgy. Questionable. Like, I, mean, I, think, might be... I think you might get 10p for it, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I try and do that, and then I put like a good scarf in there as well. Yeah, just to make them happy. You know that thing uh-huh. about what stuff you should get rid of, and then there's like that woman with the hold TV it to your show. Heart if you feel hold love. it to your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's absolute crap. Do you? I think the way of getting rid of stuff. Try this. Mm-hmm. Go around your house and mm-hmm. think. Look at each object, mm-hmm. right? Each bit of clothing. Mm-hmm. Think. Would I spend twenty p on that if I saw that in a charity <laughs> shop window? And if the answer is no, <clears throat> get rid of it. Because it's a surprising amount of stuff in our houses yeah. that actually you wouldn't... Because you'd have to go through the hassle of going into the charity shop, picking it up, buying it, yeah. bringing it home. And actually some of the stuff, like some little vases I've got or some, some of my clothes, you know, bras yeah. that are older than my kids. Oh, I know. You think, if I saw quite a lot of my stuff mm. in the window of a charity shop for even 10p, mm. I wouldn't go and buy it. No. So why have uh, I got it in my house? Yeah, so forget the loving... Yeah, holding. Don't, yeah, don't love and hold it. Would I give ten pence for this? Would I give That's ten p for a, that? You could write a book. 
I'm going to write is, a book. That is a yeah. good you idea. You do know that I do write books, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, but about that. Okay, you fine. could write another book. Yeah. Come on. Would I give 10 pence for this? Yeah. I love That's that. That's the title, but I've got nothing else to say apart from that. <laughs> but then most of these books don't, do they? It's all about the title. You could just keep repeating it. You could just, yeah, say, just keep saying it in different would ways. I? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How much would I want to spend on this? 10 pence? I don't know. Yeah. You know, those things, that kind of thing. Right. I, mean, I love that. I think, yeah, that is something I do love to get. There is something about a clear space that's a spiritual practice as well getting rid yeah. of stuff you know yeah because the universe uh doesn't oh, like going, a void off. <laughs> the universe doesn't like a void it doesn't like a void doesn't like and yet it's happy with this conversation it, <laughs> yeah. it will fill it with something good yeah like okay yeah so, so you'd quite like to live as a minimalist i'd love to live as a minimalist because i've i've been in your car <laughs> and it, that was not a minimalist space See, I can't... Neither's mine, to be No, fair. I don't like a messy house so much, but I do love a messy car. Yeah. Um, so happiness. So I saw this poster the other day, I think it was a National Trust poster, saying, hmm. this place makes me feel alive. Oh, yeah, that's like a phrase that. used a lot. Yeah, and I'm just like, so when you're everywhere else, you feel dead, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. And how can you feel anything but alive? Like, yeah, if that's the best you can say about a place, yeah. that when you're here, you won't feel dead. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Come to this place. That doesn't make me want to go Because you there. will be breathing while you're here. Yeah. That's the best they can and that's say. That's what I do every day. Yeah. That's I the, do breathe every sometimes day. Sometimes that's all you do. <laughs> that and put on ITV. <laughs> yeah. That's all you get done. You know, breath absolutely can be... Because, you know, that is something I want to say as well about happiness. You know, like... Oh, I thought it was going to be something spiritual about breathing. Something about, oh, breath is really oh, clearly yeah. important. Yeah, do you do the, like, breathing through one nostril and out the other? No, that's a thing. That. That's, that's, that's a thing. Whose thing's that? That's that's a, that's... Don't, you're not allowed to be snotty <laughs> about thing? other people's weird There is a thing called 347 breathing, or 437, or something. I can't remember the numbers. No, uh, 478 breathing. It so you breathe in sense. four, you hold it for seven, you breathe it out for eight, and honestly, it really helps you go to sleep. So how can you just be dismissive about the thing that I just mentioned? Because you're, which I didn't even believe in. You're talking about one nostril. I mean, and you're, yeah, you have you to be in through one nostril and you go out through one another. Nostril, and it's like a whole thing. That's a whole you know. made up thing. Yeah, but equally, holding your breath for a certain amount of seconds, it's, it's not going to help you go to sleep. No, so it's, It might help you stop thinking about going to sleep because you're thinking about breathing like an uh, idiot. You know what? You we don't need help breathing unless you've got like a lung problem. You don't need help breathing. I would like you to try it. We don't need to pay experts to write books on I, how to do I don't think breathing. he has written a whole book. I think he's just... Of course he has. He, well, he might have done. But also this whole thing about like like a type A personality and are they happier? And I see myself maybe... What is a type A personality? Someone who's like really like, like bang on, like boom, boom. Like strong, confident, ballsy. Yeah, they're there. They're, they're on fire, on they they're just it. making decisions. Yeah. You know, and I'm at best like a type Z, you know, like yeah. at best. I mean, I've got like half an hour after lunch where I'm barely mediocre, yeah. you know? And I just yeah. think I'd love to, but would that give me more happiness to no, be that person? No, I don't think so. Because they're striving. Those those kinds of people are striving. We're all striving for something. They're what? they're making up for something or they're they're aiming at, like, why be like that? Why? Nobody wants that person around. You know, but no. people want laid back people. Yeah, because you're so laid you back. Want <laughs> laid, I, what, you say that sarcastically. Am I not laid back? Um, am I not? Seriously? Seriously, she says in a really unlaid back way. Tell I, me how I'm not laid back. Tell me. Tell me now. Are you laid back? I find you're you easy to be around, so you must be. Right. You must have an element of it. 
Thanks. That's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> you have an element of something because, you, you, because you can stomach my company. I, you're laid back. There must be an element uh, of that. Do you, what about me? Am I? You're so laid back. You're lying down. Oh, most really? of the time. <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah, I love flaky. that. Flaky. I mean, it's a thin line to flaky, though, isn't it? It has its moments. question which yeah. i'm going to ask you mm-hmm. perhaps mm-hmm. in the next mm-hmm. podcast you could mm-hmm. ask me some i will would be so like on your deathbed mm-hmm. right if mm-hmm. you're looking back and thinking did i have a happy slash good life right what would make you think that you had because that's not going to be yeah i sat on my ass for hours watching itv i think you have got ambition oh yeah absolutely. right so that, that and the re- only reason we have ambitions is because we think that's going to bring us happiness right um, not like massive ambition. I don't mean to rule the world. I just mean like the next step ambition, and you know, to do better I in think one's it, career. Yeah, or, you know. I think it makes my my more life more fulfilling. There is a lot of people who have worked with people who are dying, and I think this is very true. The thing you'll be interested in is, have I loved well, and was I loved? You know, yeah. and I think that's love is love is the main thing. Relationships yeah. is the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. And but that and see, I, and I, I think the. But also, I think the relationship between the two, I think, you know, as, as women, often women give their entire life over to the relationships bit. Uh-huh. Um, you know, bringing up the kids and and looking after the husband at the expense of, of their own fulfillment yeah. of their own thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I think to try and get that balance, I think you, you want to, the ideal life would be looking forward to going to work and then looking forward to coming home again. That, yeah. and the, That's but- your mic drop. Well, no, let, that's quite good. Let me, add, let me add. Let me Come on, give it. Come on. It was all right. It oh. had some way. I think that I think you're right, and I think it is harder to, for women because of the systems that we have in place. Yeah. To create that, so going to work, I feel provides a really good, mm-hmm. um, uh, a good thing for my daughter to see. You no, know, but it, talking about that, I want my kids to do when I imagine how they're going to be happy. I would quite like them to do a creative job. Right. So I'm always, you know, I'm kind of the opposite to a lot of parents who, if, if their kids came home and said, mummy, daddy, I want to be a comedian or I want to be an artist, a lot of parents would be like, ooh, mm-hmm. really? You don't want to be a plumber, mm-hmm. banker or something? Whereas uh, that would be just joyous to me if, if that's what they chose to be, a musician or an right. artist or a comedian. But that's because that's what makes me happy and I can't really imagine. I can't, I don't know why people wouldn't want to be a writer or a musician or a comedian or a right. actor. I, I think that, but my daughter loves singing and the thought of her, she would love to, she wants to do this job, but yeah. that terrifies me. Not because, of, but because I'm scared of people criticizing her. Like I, she's, okay. she would love to go on The Voice Kids. I can't think of anything. Oh, no, 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 no. yeah. Work, but that, that's, that's not proper like going into singing. That is the shortcut. Yeah. That the youth of today are taught. I don't, yeah. You I just, just don't want to be stand up in front of a panel of twats while they choose. No, that, that, it should be hard work and, you know. Yeah. Because I, I think, on your she's craft. got an incredible voice. I mean, she's the most talented child God ever created, You're of not in any way biased. <laughs> but of course she is, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. But I still would think I would hate for someone because I know how people can be critical of like stand up and do a gig if a bad bad gig good gig whatever, yeah. and I can't imagine. Yeah, but you would you you do it nonetheless. You wouldn't have it any other way. No, even I, with that. And I will totally support her if she wants to do it. Yeah. But I would 
I would... I'm not saying support them as kids doing stuff. Yeah. So again, I, I would not put my kid forward for any no, kind of talent stuff. Weird, yeah. I'm talking when they become adults. Yeah. You know, when they get to sort of 17, 18 and they're choosing what they want to do or what they uh-huh. want to go and study. At that point, when they're adults, then absolutely try and do something crazy. So what if your kids come to you and go, I want to be a binman? Then that's fine. I'm on the, I'm on the that's, bus. That's I'm fine. On, I'm I'd on go. Buses. That's what I'm doing. If that's what they want to do, if that makes them. <laughs> You would so struggle happy and you'll go, yes, if that's what they want to do. If that that makes them happy, I'd have to just go with it. That's fine. The people who are stuck doing jobs that they hate because they have to do it to make a living, Mm -hmm. I just think that's one of the biggest tragedies. Because this is your one life on earth and you're going to spend two thirds of that working. Mm -hmm. And if you can't, if you're not one of the lucky people like we are, Mm -hmm. to get to do what you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and most people don't most people live for the weekend yeah and that's just tragic that to spend really two-thirds of your life just getting to the bit where you can feel happiness but again. equally just plowing through it but it's also i know sad. it has to be but i just think i just think it's sad but i do think it's then sad at the same time where work becomes everything Whether oh yeah I that's think... what i'm saying there's that balance you so need balance... to look forward to coming home to your family you need to look forward to going to work you need you need both. So balance is happiness, isn't it? There you go. Balance is happiness. We can end it. There. I think we can end it there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for seeing us. If you found that this edition of Don't Laugh But pleasantly killed half an hour or even brutally slaughtered it, why not come back next week for more? <laughs>